The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORG Ochoa. He is your 75 two time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and ready, I'm sure, for the Final Four, the National Championship, and of course, next week, the Azaleas. The Masters, Tony Casillas, TC, what up? <laughs> You're exactly right, man. I cannot believe it's finally the Masters that you mentioned. Finally, got some spring weather. Although chaotic at times in Texas, but mm. uh, March Madness, dude, I, I I don't know. You you correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen a Final Four this great in some time. And I think maybe it's just because people are allowed to. It's more of an intimate right. environment now because of COVID. But it just seems to me it's just the games have been amazing. But it it all kind of trickled out. You got you got the best four teams in the Final Four, so it should be tremendous. Uh, championship series it really is amazing um sometimes sports give you like the ultimate narrative and so you get like these four you know there's always like i remember when the final four was in san antonio a few years ago and people that was the loyola chicago the first year uh that they like really rose to prominence and and a lot of san antonioans were really upset because they you know when your city hosts the final four you want the blue bloods because you want all the fans and Mm -hmm. and you know, students to come and, you know, help the economy, spend money, whatever. And Loyola was this small school that nobody had ever heard of. And so um, it's really rare. I feel like that you get this, these four diamonds, like these diamonds, you know, like even the college football playoff is really rarely like that, you know, in football. Like, I mean, not no disrespect to Cincinnati, but you know what I mean? Like you so rarely get just like four studs. Um, and so to get that here is cool to get the Duke UNC matchup. Uh, especially after Coach K, you know, lost to them in his final game, you know, at home. I mean, it's just, it's, it's cool. Sometimes sports deliver, and that's a really cool thing. And especially in New Orleans, where mm-hmm. this is probably the best place to go and watch a Super Bowl, Final Four, or any big event. So, yeah, I, I mean, you couldn't ask for the, the theatrics part of it. Uh, what's, your so favorite, me, it what's your favorite Cajun food on the subject of New Orleans? Oh, I I love crawfish. Good call. Uh, you know, crawfish. Uh, I, I I love crawfish. I mean, I could eat myself, gorge myself to death with that. Do you suck the heads? Uh, no, I don't. I, ah. I I think maybe we've talked about this in the past on our show, but this guy actually, this 
this crawfish, I call him the crawfish man because that's what he does. He basically mines and uh, crawfish, if you will. That's the business he's in. That's kind of a kind of a bad way to go. It's kind of like mining Bitcoin. But anyway, <laughs> so he he's a he sell he sells crawfish. And so he showed me this unique way of doing it. So I, I used to suck the heads off, but I just don't waste any time. I got a I got this really great way of just, you know, just at the very tail, just pinching the bottom of it and it pops right out. And I okay. tell you what, I can get you get in the eating crawfish frenzy. So I'll Good. Uh, I can respect I'll send that. a tutorial to you sometime <laughs> on how to eat more crawfish. <laughs> that would be helpful. It is that time you of can, year. So you so you can go from one pound to probably five pounds, essentially in the same amount of time with this method that I'm about to, I'm going to share with you. Okay. A, I'm looking forward truly, to it. You eat as much as you want. Absolutely. Um, well, if anybody has their own crawfish eating tactics, uh, Tony's on Twitter at TC Casillas and I'm on Twitter at RJ Ochoa. But um, so everyone's in a good mood, Tony, you know, final four is your masters. I don't like literally as we're recording tiger has landed in Augusta. Apparently people are tracking this. I love the the day and age we live in that people are obsessed with this. So the speculation I think is that he's going to play a practice round and see if he can give it a go next week. So uh, maybe sports will deliver there as well. So look, everyone's in a good mood. I've been, you know, I've seen the tweets from people who, who have said that I've, I've been a little bit critical of the Cowboys this offseason. I stand by everything I said, but you know what? I'm, I'm here to, to spread good vibes. All right. I'm a man of the people, Tony. If people want to be happy, let's be happy. Let's talk about our favorite things that the Cowboys have done this offseason. I wrote about this a little bit. I'm, I'm writing something else about it uh, for the site as well. That'll come out later this week. But um, I tweeted out, like, what are your three favorite things for people? And I got a lot of responses that were like, there's three, you know, so, so, so a lot of people were really upset, um, but I, I'll put it to you first, Tony, what are your, some of your, one of your, whatever, however many you want to say favorite things that the Cowboys have done so far this offseason? Uh, I think I'm probably going to get a lot of flack with this, but I, I think that when I, you start looking at some of the decisions that made with Amari Cooper and certainly Randy Gregory, you know, I, I think that the value in which the direction have gone, I, and I thought Jerry, people are going to like this. I don't know how they're going to react to this, but he 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 basically said that they're twenty million dollars that they're going to play Amari Cooper uh, in the highest paid salary on their on their on their team that they could go out and get three or four players equivalent to that, get more value to it. Mm-hmm. And I have a tendency to agree with that right now. I think it, it, in the middle of it, I think we have a reaction where, well, why did they trade? You know, why did they trade Amari Cooper, their best you know receiver? You know, the, in 2014, that was kind of resurgence for this team. But now that I look at it, I think that it makes, it makes more sense. And really, I think, yeah, I, I, the trend is for them, and I think it's been like that, is to maybe try to find some players and draft to help them out of the offensive line. They think Bobby Wagner's still out there, but that's a hell of a long shot considering he wants $11 million a year for a one-year contract. That's what I've read. So that's the only thing. Now, the thing I would say is that, um, I, I, not in a negative way, I guess, but I think that, well, I guess it is kind of there. I think there may have been some legitimate free agents that could have targeted and went out sure. there and not know the name guys. But, um, but now I, I think it's everything else. I think that's one thing about when you look at Cowboys nation and on the internet and Twitter and everything that there's always this overreaction. But I think when everything's kind of the dust has settled, it makes sense. Um, but how close is that going to get you 
from getting back to where you need to be, and that's winning one playoff game. And I think that that's what people kind of equivalent. They, they, that's what they look at. That's the gauge in which they look at success by going out there and getting somebody and adding someone, regardless if it's going to really, at the bottom line, help them be better than they were last year. Right. No, I think that's, and that's why it's kind of hard. This is a weird way to put it. It's not, it's kind of hard to not be negative because you're right. Okay. We can sit here and we can, we can talk about the Amari thing and say, okay, that was a, a fair decision. There's logic to moving on from Amari. You wanted to save that $16 million right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. We're with you, but you got to do something with it. Right. And so that that's, that's the like problem that, that so it's kind of like this to be continued sort of story. Um, at least what they're going to do. You're right. Jerry did say at the owner's meetings on Monday, that their plan is to add, you know, three top players with that money. I don't know how you're getting three top players with that little salary cap space, but you know, hey, maybe they, they can figure something out. Uh, as time goes on, you mentioned Bobby Wagner's asking price. Maybe that comes down if nobody's willing to bite on that. Um, I mean, so I'm I'm okay with it. And I hate situations like this because there's so many Cowboys fans now who are going to root against Amari Cooper, right? Because everybody wants the team to be right. Everybody wants to be able to say, look, they, they, they were right. It's so I just, I like, I hate that as, it's just like a principle that sucks. I want everybody to be happy and do well. And so uh, that's unfortunate, but maybe the Cowboys are getting out at the right time, you know, and that's, that's often said you want to get out a year too early as opposed to a year too late, et cetera, et cetera. So the Amari thing, I'm kind of with you. Um, again, I'm still bummed that he's no longer a member of the Cowboys, but, they have they have made a decision. They're they're purging. You know, you got sometimes you um you got to sweat it out. You know, like you know when you're sick and, and you have like a cold or whatever, and you have that one morning you wake up and you're just like soaked because you sweat the whole infection out. They're in the process. Not mm-hmm. that Amari was an infection, but you know what I'm saying. They're they're, they're healing. They they think they're healing. Um, as a franchise. Yeah, but I, I don't think people wish any will bad ill on on Amari Cooper because I hope not. Dude. Right. I I don't think I don't think people. You know, it wasn't Mark's Cooper decision, mm-hmm. and he's not—he's not this guy that people uh, have a tendency to not like. He's a quiet guy, maybe too quiet at times. People maybe they want more personality, they want more the Des Bryant type of motion, and you know things of that nature. But I don't think anyone wishes anything bad. Bad luck. Maybe when they obviously when they played the Cowboys, but he's a guy that's very likable. Uh, most of his teammates, I don't know what the rumors or whatever may have said, who knows in the locker room. But I think for the most part, I think people understand the business, the fans that are more of a studious and understand and not to discount fans out there, what their opinions are, but sometimes they get a little over the top and their emotions get involved, especially when you're on your, on your iPhone or on your computer and you're tweeting out, you're reading RJ Ochoa's and he's trying to get, he's trying to get, you know, get, Punch the poke the bear, <laughs> but no, right. it, I, I just don't think that that's the case with Amari Cooper because I think he is a good dude. Yeah. Okay. That's well said. Okay. So not you know we're, we're trying. I guess maybe the the proper way to phrase this is we're looking for silver linings. Not that these are positive things, but silver linings. Um, okay. Uh, one of the things on my list um, is that Demarcus Lawrence is back. Um, it kind of felt like he was going to get the Amari Cooper treatment that he was going to be disregarded and, and moved on, and that would have really sucked, especially because. You know, they bring him back at a lower cap hit. And the thought is at the time, okay, we're going to use this cap space to go sign Randy Gregory. Obviously, that didn't work out. Um, If they had instead, like, imagine if they had cut to Marcus Lawrence and then the Randy Gregory thing happened the way it did. Like, that would have been 
like that I would just, have been a different story. Yeah, absolutely, like, different narrative. I mean, like that, and that could have happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could have lost yeah. out on both of them. Um, so the fact that Demarcus Lawrence is back, I think, I still think, you know, I know people harp on the sack numbers, but he is, and I, I know people don't want to hear this, but he is such an elite run defender. And that is such an important thing. And I know that, you know, teams are throwing the ball more than ever, but he is such an important part of this defense. The most Im- impacted or impactful person on the Cowboys defense is Micah Parsons, right? Number one, easy. I think that there's a strong argument to be made that Demarcus Lawrence is number two. And so if you had taken away the second most influential player on this defense, I mean, that would have sucked a lot. And so the fact that he is back is something that should be celebrated more. And he came back at a lower salary cap value. Like I said, I mean, he he helped the team in that sense. Granted, kind of like the Amari thing, you know, we're still to be continued waiting on the shoe to drop there. I know they've brought back a lot of guys, but, you know, you created that salary cap space. Now go do something with it. But at the very least, Demarcus is coming back. Yeah, without a doubt. But I think somewhat a guy that a lot of people don't give much credit for and, and really just kind of would feel like maybe he was a flash of fan. That's Leighton Vanderesh. I, I really am hoping that he comes back and proves this franchise wrong. He's played, he's, he signed a one year contract. And I think that he's got some upside to him, the silver line, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is, uh, you know, he, he, he at times kind of like Demarcus Lawrence and, he can be a leader. And I think sometimes the leadership aspect of, even if it's for one, one year deal that, you know, he stayed healthy, but I mean, with other, the other Malik hooker, bringing him back, I think that that's a, uh, it's good to have guys that within the organization, you got to bring back. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think that just because, and we've, we've seen this before, just because a team goes out there and just goes on this freaking bras, a spending frenzy, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be a contender. We've seen this before. So if that's what you're going to equate it to, I think now it's just about personnel. And you mentioned Demarcus Lawrence. I think that that was the guy they had to bring back, RJ, without a doubt. Because as you mentioned, he's a versatile. He's more of a versatile player. He's, he can play the run and the pass. But we all get caught up in stats. And right. that's the sack number. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's it's very often said that that the Cowboys don't lose players. If they really want a guy, they don't lose them in free agency. They did, so the only person they, they they chose to move on from Amari, we could sit here and debate that, but they, they that was their decision. They did. They did kind of lose Randy Gregory. They obviously had some interest there. But again, that's kind of water under the bridge right now. Um, I have an analogy to make, but I need to know what was the last thing that you cooked, Tony? Last last meal that you cooked? 
Well, I didn't cook, but I heated it up. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, that I'll, I'll take that. What, what, what was it? <laughs> no. Actually, that works better. Uh, so what, what is you heat up? Uh, it's called Johnny Marsetti. And okay. actually, I did not. Uh, yeah, that was last night. And it's okay. amazing. It's another recipe. It's kind of like crawfish. It's just stuff that you can just kind of overeat, and it's so good. Cool. Okay, so, um, you know, big shocker here. Um, having a kid kind of takes up a lot of time, right? Like, that's something I've, I've no, been learning. No, not kids. <laughs> Time uh, and money, RJ. Right. Yeah. The money thing is a whole different thing. Uh, but, get over, so, um, so I have a friend who uh, him and his fiance just, just had a baby. Thank you, Bear. And he's meal prepping. And your That's, dog. Right. Well, the dog is making things complicated because Bear. Feed, seriously, that, feed that dog. Feed, it's like the baby. The baby cries and hungry. Dog barks. Feed the dog. That's well said. Okay, Bear. We're going to be cool. So I have a friend who just had a baby as well. Um, and he posted in his Instagram story on Sunday. And a lot of people do this. I mean, not just people with kids, but it was like eight Tupperwares of Chipotle chicken, white rice and asparagus. And I was so jealous. Like I, I, I was I was so because I was like, man, and I wasn't even jealous of the food. All right. I was jealous, mm-hmm. like just thinking about how easy that would be. Like I was jealous of just right. like, oh, it's it's Tuesday for lunch. Let me grab a Tupperware throw it in the microwave and I don't have to spend any time on this. My wife and I, you know, on actually last night, Monday night, because we record this on Tuesdays, we, you know, we're doing a million things, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, get work done. We're trying to exercise, trying to feed the kid, clean the house, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then we, we shoehorn cooking dinner in there. And it was so exhausting. And so I was so jealous of having, you know, of my friend who had the meal. All I was thinking about was, man, it would be so nice to have this. And so this, this coming week, Tony, this is meal prep week. Watch out, baby. But anyway, um, that's kind of what the Cowboys have done this offseason, right? Like, and, and dude, it, it's, and you know, this. like, it's so easy when you don't want to cook to say, let's just Uber Eats. Let's just DoorDash. We'll just order this. We'll just order that, whatever, because it's easy. And so like, to your point about free agency, it's easy to say like, oh, well, look at the Jaguars spent all this money. The Dolphins traded for Tyreek Hill. Like that's, that's the version of like ordering pizza, but the Cowboys, again, you, you can argue whether or not it's the right way to roll have meal prepped, right? And it's the same food. Some, not everybody can eat the same thing every day, Tony, but the Cowboys, they're, they're on a diet. They're, like I said, they're trying to purge. They're trying to slim down. You know, summer's coming. They got to get into swimsuit shape. Well, the easiest way, and I know this, and, and to your point about being, you know, having you know, having a newborn and, and having, you know, things work and just going to, you know, 100 miles an hour, is that when you get my age, my wife's age, and our kids are out of, you know, our kids are, are gone. They're both uh, juniors in college, the youngest ones. Now, all of a sudden, you're empty nesters. So then it's like, okay, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to go out to dinner? Do I want to call DoorDash? What do I want to do? I, you know, you're, you're, you're the Jaguars. It's a lot easier. Yeah. I, I, you just sit there and you're like, okay, well, this is what I want. And I'm so, instead of going and buy you know, groceries for a week, I just go every, you know, singles every day it's like doesn't make a lot of sense you're you're the guy just like shopping in the in the car in the morning just whatever i'm picking up flowers i go up there instead of well i'll get the flowers and and, and let me tell you it's not just when you're in trouble by the way it's right you know you just kind of sit punk that seat but that's another thing we'll Mm -hmm. talk about love on another version of the cowboys but to the point about the cowboys thinking okay well we're hungry what do we want to order and they got a, they can order anything on that damn menu, anything that they want to have delivered, they can order it and spend as much money. Home. Yeah. But they got stuff, they got stuff there. They don't need to go out. Maybe mm-hmm. they just want to go out, maybe get a salad or some fruit or a chicken or some ding dongs or I, I don't know, Twinkies, <laughs> uh, whatever it may be. But that's cheap stuff. But the point is, is that 
I, I think they understand and look, we got, we already got the, the, the filet mignon at home. We got, we got really, and went in the receiver category to the point of about a market, because I think that's what everybody wants to talk about. Right. right RJ. And so you already have someone like Michael Gallup. You have someone like CD lamb. You've already got your filet mignon. It's marinating right now. Right. And you're hoping whenever you cook it, eventually, Everything that goes along with the preparation. Oh, by the way, I make a mean steak and a mean salmon. I'm just I'm let you by the way. It's gonna be it's really gonna taste good. And so right. I think that that's the point. There's no sense in going out there and buy some, you know, the the, the prime the 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 aged meat that you buy that you have to let set for so long and it costs you, mm-hmm. you know, Kobe steak or you know anything. So I think that that's kind of where the point is when you talk about food and for them, it's like, we already have what we need right now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and it's kind of like, these are some weird analogies, but it's again, cooking is, it it takes time. And so that's like, that's the, people don't want to give that time to the Cowboys right now. Like people, again, they're on Instagram. They're seeing their friends got all these, you know, they ordered dinner and they're like, well, why can't we have ordered dinner? That looks super awesome. Whatever. It's like, nah, dude. I mean, and even like, like Michael Gallup, I think people's patience is wearing thin. He's obviously got to recover from the torn ACL. Michael Gallup is like, like you bought the filet mignon, but you bought it like a month ago, right? You bought it when the meat was on sale and you want to cook mm. it tonight, but you got to take it out. You got to let it thaw. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just got it like it. There's, there's time. time. You have to be patient. You have to let things happen, take their natural course along those lines. So you have, you have the ingredients, like you said, and this is a really, I mean, I didn't expect us to just be ripping off analogy after analogy here, but I think an important thing. And I'm not somebody you mentioned you make a mean steak. I've got I'm, I'm a really standard griller. Just got a nice standard grill straight up. I don't even remember where we got it, but it was just, you know, normal run of the mill thing. I'm not the dude with the green egg or the smoker or the ones that have the apps and the special cherry. The yeah, yeah you got to have you got to have I mean, fire. Look, I would love to be that guy, but I just don't have that time right now. You know what I'm saying? And I respect that some people are, are able to do it and I'm not. But the Cowboys did buy a Traeger. And so, like, you know, when you buy something like that, and you're like, well, we got to cook because I, I spent all this money on the Traeger. So like, you know, we're, we're not ordering out. We're not going out mm-hmm. to you. We're, you. we're cooking on the Traeger because we bought the Traeger. And the Cowboys retained a Traeger in Dan Quinn. That is maybe the most important part of the offseason because you can have filet. You can have any cut of meat you want. You can get it whatever meat market you want, Tony. But if you got a piece of crap grill or a piece of crap smoker, it means nothing. But you got that Traeger. You got the cherry wood and it's soaked. And you, oh, man, you got it all. Dan Quinn is the trigger that this team brought back. Uh, I would say Dan Quinn is a chef, and he's the oh, one that's okay. He, he he is your 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 chef, the culinary genius right now, and he's got all the. It's like you know what I need. What I have, I have this recipe. This is what I'm going to make you a meal. This is what you're going to love when you taste. It. It's going to just melt in your mouth. And you know, to me, I think that that's the big component here was bringing him back. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I think you got to keep something, the band together. And certainly with what he did the first year, how can you let a guy leave that turn this whole defense around? You can see the players, I, I, you know, I, there's a, to the point uh, the, the players make coaches and coaches make players. I think it's, it's unison. It goes back. It's, it complements each other. So I think that that's one of the biggest things that people don't talk about also is that being, being able to bring, Dan Quinn back for another year because of what happened the year before, because if Dan Quinn would have lost, um, excuse me, with the Cowboys would have lost to Dan Quinn going to somewhere else. Let's say, let's call it that. What would people be saying? And then you, and add, then you add on top of what, 
some of the stuff that happened with Randy Gregory and 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 the things that happened, what would people be saying then? Now, I, I think they'd be, I think they'd be more upset about losing Dan Quinn because losing a team guys like Randy Gregory and maybe some of the things that maybe being a little pessimistic, if you will. So I think that that's a win-win thing for Dallas, and you know, that's I, I guess that's considered a free agent acquisition because he had a he had a, he, he was on the open market he could have taken a job and he decided to come back and whatever jerry lured him back with and decided to pay him said i'm not going anywhere no i agree very good thing um all things considered that, that dan quinn is returning and we have been very optimistic it's been a very positive episode so far would you agree like the vibes are really good right now we need we need we need to be optimistic well i do want to bring one thing up just because i saw um I just saw this on my but, well, but <laughs> look, this is the last thing, you know, let's, we'll just sweep it in here. All right. Um, there had been some murmurs of this a little bit um, prior to Tuesday morning. But so Mike McCarthy, not at the NFL owners meetings, uh, that was heavily reported that he, he's the only coach who's not there. He's, he's working on scouting. He's going to the Alabama Pro Day this week. Um, but so I don't know if you saw this, Tony, over the weekend, Greg Zerline signed with the New York Jets. Big time bummer. Cowboys lost out. And, and the Cowboys cut him, to be clear. He wasn't his contract didn't expire. They cut Greg Zerline. Um, so Mike McCarthy met virtually with members of the local media today uh, for us on Tuesday. Um, and he, apparently, Mike, I'm just reading his quote. This is from Michael Gelka, the Dallas Morning News. McCarthy said, I was hoping to get Greg done, but that didn't work out. We'll probably be looking at a lot of different guys there. Uh, it's definitely a position of focus. So the point here is the Cowboys wanted to bring him back, um, obviously at a lower value, lower cap hit, whatever. Again, I, I don't want to be negative, but that is really concerning that, that they that they wanted him back. You know what I mean? Like that, that they didn't cut him because the performance was unsatisfactory, that they cut him to bring him back. That just isn't cool. Like he wasn't a great, he was literally the worst extra point kicker in the NFL last year. And that's an easy position to crucify. Right. Like, it's, so it's that's what I'm about, saying. Like, why are they so like willing to die on this hill for him? It's so weird. But, but on the, on the flip side of that, RJ, the inconsistency in the kicking game in the national football, football league has been turned upside down. I would say here lately, it seems like it's been the trend. There's only there's only so many teams in the National Football League that have consistent kickers that you can rely on. And, and at times that goes south. So I I don't know if you can bring I, mean, I, I I think that maybe hopefully they can get a more consistent or someone that's comparable to Greg Zerline. Um, but I think also there's a lot of things that, that people don't understand is that when at that position is it's such a it's tricky. And it's uh, the mind game that plays on it. And I don't, we don't work with Greg Zerline every day, but uh, he's got to be thinking, well, why do I want him back so much? You know, why, why did I see what did we, I watched the games that he, it, at times cost us games and extra points and, and so forth. And, you know, to me, I think you can go out and find someone. But still, at that position, I think it's just been a trend in the National Football League for inconsistency. Yeah, I mean, that was a really nice way of putting it. I just, you know, I don't buy that. Like, that, <laughs> like that, that was a real, like, you're, you're in a really great mood today. You had your great dinner last night and everything. But, like, dude, that, that to me says we're comfortable. 
You know what I mean? Like we, we just, you know, he's a good guy. We're, we're, we're comfortable with I, him. I just like, that is concerning to me. I'm again, I'm not saying like, Oh man, the house is on fire. Like, you know, they're, they're going to only win three games this year. That's not what I'm saying. But like, you know, like to go back to what we talked about earlier, like Amari Cooper, you know, part of what Jerry said when, when he talked about him on Monday was, look, you know, we needed to have that guy talking about the guy they paid $20 million a year to. And I get that, right? Like you weren't getting that guy every week. So you moved on from him. Okay, fine. If that's your standard, then why are you willing to settle when it comes to Greg Zerline? If that's your standard, you're not getting the, the guy you paid Zeke to be. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like they, they pick and choose when they want to like, you know, flex their muscle again. You know, it's, it's like, it's like when a parent tell, I don't, you know, I, we have one kid, but I, I don't know if you've ever done this, but like you tell one kid something's okay. And then, you know, you tell the other kid not to do. It, and they're like, well, dad, you told, you know, whoever that it was okay. How come I can't do it? Like, it's kind of like that, you know? I mean, it's, it's just, you know, if, if you're going to be Mr. Hard line in the sand with Amari Cooper, good, but be that guy all the time. Well, I, I it's hard to, the analogy from the kids and, you know, I just know having a daughter and a son, the, the consequence is a little different for for each of them. And I've always been the one that hasn't really came through with consequences. That's a you know something to remember, RJ, when you, your kids get older, the consequences. But anyway, I, I think you can't compare Amari Cooper to Greg Zerline. Sure. You're talking yeah, I mean, about, like, they're different situations, that, right? Well, so I'm, I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of like, I don't, you can't, that's not comparable. All right. So right. I think it, Greg Zerline, you could go and find a kicker and do what he exactly what he did and maybe get a little bit more value and maybe find someone and the expectation, but it's totally different when you have someone like, and then Greg Zerline, he went to New York. So he found another job somewhere. And it's Thank probably God. Thank gonna, you, Jess. Gonna be paid more money. And he may go out there and we may watch him next, this next year. For the Jets, I mean, that is a tough place to be. But, uh, you know, he may hit, you know, hit a game-winning field goal against a team. But, no, nah, it's there's no – there's not even any remote comparison between Amari Cooper and Greg Zerline. Well, I hope that McCarthy is just trying to be nice, saying that they wanted to bring Greg back. Um, but um, Well, I mean, it seems like Greg – excuse me, it seems like Mike McCarthy is always nice. He always says the company – have you ever heard the guy say anything that's even that's uh, true. controversy? Or, or I mean, think about it. Has he, since he's been here, has he went out there and said anything negative, constructive to his players? You're not going to say that about the organization. No, but has he right. ever been that type type of a coach? He's just not that kind of guy. So you were kind of like searching for things and like and you know rethink some Mike McCarthy, but that's not him, man. That's true. Um... And you know what? That wasn't Jason Garrett until the very end. He had that. Oh, by the that, way, happy birthday, Jason Garrett. Was it? Is it? Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Fifty-six years old. Uh, Jason I'm surprised Garrett. he didn't post anything. I, I didn't see that your tweet on. I mean, man. you know, What's I don't up? know. What's up, did dude? You, did you send him an edible arrangement or something? I mean, no, you I know. <laughs> edibles. Uh, what kind of edibles? I'm just. Hey, I meant like fruit. You know, like uh, you know, like a banana. I, I know exactly or, what's you know. Uh, but um, but anyway. Um, okay. Well, mostly positive. Ninety eight percent positive episode. Uh, I blame Greg Zerline for the, the little bit of negative that snuck in. Um, okay. Then uh, I woke up sure. this morning because sometimes I'm like the old. I wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I come on here and you're like Tony, come on. And I finally work my way out of so. I thought, hey, look, I'm going to be as positive as I can. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be good influence. 
I'm going to be in, in, very influential on our show today. And I just had to steer you away from, from that. But as soon as we get done broadcasting, doing our podcast, I'll go on Twitter and you'll continue that type of demeanor today. Hey, nice. I'm, I'm just, just going to take breath. a deep breath. I'm, you know, no you stress know in life. Add, you, you, know? you should add yoga, like meditation, or you just take, breathe, RJ. You know, breathe. if, um, if Tiger's playing in the Masters next week, I'll be even more positive. Let's just, you know. Let's just Tiger's not playing. So much. Don't, tiger, Tiger's not. Hey, I, I, I wish you. Tiger. But no, I'm how just saying, you? you think Tiger now? Look, do you want to see Tiger 100% or do you want to see Tiger go out there at 80% at this age? I guess, let me say. Or you just want to see his presence. That's that's really what I was about to say. Like, that's really all I care about. And we'll talk okay. about it a little bit next week with the Masters coming up. But like what I really need more than anything, like I would love to see Tiger out there at Amen Corner and everything and, and yeah. you know, hitting the tee shot on 12. I would love Me it. Me too. But I, at the very least, I need him at the champion's dinner. I, I got to see the photos of, of Tiger, you know, shaking hands. And I, oh, I need that. Be there. That's all I'm saying. Doubt. You know, it's, I, I need that. You know, don't don't. Rob I, just me think, I think I think we're OK. I'm sorry. OK. He Tiger Woods is going to play in the Masters this year. How's that? There we go. Um, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't even know because they didn't do it last year. If, maybe he's only going to do the par three contest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe he does something like that. You know, gives everybody something to cheer at. Um, you know, so we'll see. We'll make our Masters picks next week. Uh, maybe Tony will spice it up and not pick the number one golfer in the world like he does every week. So who knows? Well, I'm going to. I mean, I know <laughs> the, he just won the, the the tournament in Austin, so I'm going to pick the number one. It's not John Rahm, by the right? Way. No, that's right. Yeah, so exactly. Picking, I'm not picking him. You're picking See? the new number one, Scotty Shuffle. Hey, at least Absolutely. he's a Texas guy, right? Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Although he did go to they all he did all did yeah. the horns. So. Went, oh, went to the wrong school. Yeah. Went to the yeah, wrong school. Okay. So, um, okay. Well, everybody, uh, make sure to have yourselves a fantastic day. Fantastic week. We'll be back next Tuesday. This was the 750.